Hey everyone, my name's Nicole. I'm Brenna. I'm Reed. And this is FitClick. So this episode is a very exciting episode for all three of us. Uh, You may notice that it's a little bit shorter than other ones that we've done. This is our Top Fix of the Decade mini-sode. So we have essentially gone through our bookmarks or just our hearts, mostly our hearts, (laughs) and picked out our top five fix of the decade individually. We also each got two honorable mentions, and we also asked you all to help us out and send in some of your own suggestions. So the way this is going to work for this episode, and by episode I mean mini-sode, because that's (laughs) what we're calling this. Um, It's not going to be structured like your typical fic-click episode. We're talking about a lot more than three fics, but we're not talking about any of them in great detail. No. (laughs) Absolutely not. Absolutely not. If you speak more than 20 seconds, you get cut off. Yes. Yes. There's a trap door that opens underneath you, and you fall down into the alligator-riddled waters. Um... So the way this is going to work for this episode, we're going to start out with our honorable mentions. Um, we're going to read those out one at a time. Then we're going to move on to our top five fix. We're each going to do those one at a time as well. And then we're going to read out some of the wonderful listener submissions we got from you folks. We're very excited. All right. So I'm going to kick us off with our honorable mentions. My first one is Worldwide Lonesome by Loin Dexter. It's a BTS fic. It was written in 2018, it's 39,000 words, and it's Yoongi Jin. Um, this fic is the biggest gut punch I've ever felt from a character confession, and the Jin of this fic has stuck with me every day since reading it. My second honorable mention goes to Timeshare by Astolat. It's a Harry Potter fic. It was written in 2016, it's 14,000 words, and it's Draco Harry. Um, this sort of features as a stand-in for all of Astolat's dreary fic, which as a bundle are one of my top fics of the decade. <laughs> they are fics that feel like instant classics and the variety of characterization, stories, and tropes helped establish Astolat as perhaps my all-time favorite fic author. Timeshare simply went out above all the others because it's one of the fics that helped us decide to do this podcast. Thank you, Timeshare! <laughs> my first honorable mention is called Protostellar by Nina Mondays. It is a BTS fic. It's 64,000 words. It was published in 2019, and the pairing is Namjoon Jungkook. So for this fic, I have written space, cryogenics, fate, reincarnation, class struggles, revolution, climate change, character death. Having hope is punk rock. Processing grief is a slow and ugly process. Um, Here I physically wrote in, deep breath. Have I ever felt so profoundly touched by a fic while I was reading it? Uh, my second honorable mention is called The Other Thing by Cornfields. It's hockey RPF, 16,000 words, published in 2015, and the pairing is Jamie Tyler. Uh, this fic is an absolutely unflinching look at personal accountability and internalized homophobia. What happens when your self-hatred has collateral damage? It's about healing, but it'll fucking hurt first. Bleached out vibes. Makes Texas feel very big, and the world feel very, very small. This is a story I would only trust a fic author to tell. For my honorable mentions, um, my first one is Songs from the Ash by Explosive Sky. It was written in 2017. It's a critical role fic. Um, the pairings are Percy Vex and Keyleth Vax. It's 54,000 words. It's sort of a whip. <laughs> um, and it's also a rock star slash movie star AU. Um, 
It's such a fantastic example of how fic can just stand alone as really good original fiction. It's a lovingly rendered, devastating, and beautifully crafted portrait of four broken people doing their best to navigate through their lives and around one another. My other honorable mention is Delta by Sharpa. It was written in 2019. It's a BTS fic. It's Rapline OT3, and it's 60,000 words. Um... What happens when you're a public figure who gets unwillingly outed and two people that you used to love reach out to offer you sanctuary? You make me cry! Okay, um, here are my top five fics of the decade. Oh gosh, <laughs> I'm a little bit nervous, both because I love these fics so much and also because there's so many others that I love. Um, so please do not think that these are the only fics I've ever enjoyed. Um, but they won my top five spots for a variety of reasons. Um, my first pick is The Student Prince by Fei J. It's a Merlin fic. It was written in 2010. It's 145,000 words and it's Merlin Arthur. This is a fic that defined fanfiction for me, and it's perhaps the fic that first convinced me to love fanfiction. It's something I keep coming back to and have reread numerous times. It's funny, it's heartfelt, and it's just different enough from canon versions of the characters. It's also perhaps the only university AU I will ever fully love. My second pick is The Love Song of the North American Douchebag by Jism. It's Star Trek RPF, it was written in 2013, it's 25,000 words, and it's Chris Zack. If you want to hear me and Nick and Reed discuss this fic in depth, then I recommend listening to episode six, where we do that. <laughs> um, however, one of our lovely listeners, friend of the pod scout, also submitted this as a top fic of the decade, so I'm just going to read what they wrote here. They said, Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> I hope I can swear. <laughs> you can! <laughs> I'm not even in this fandom. The world building is just that good. It's one of my highlights because of its power to draw me in as a standalone. So much fucking talent in the transformative work community. The banter, characterization, sardonicness of this. International impact, baby! <laughs> and I would say, I agree! <laughs> My third pick is Not Easily Conquered, which is a three-part series by Drop Dead Dream and What Are Fears. It's a Marvel Cinematic Universe fic, written in 2015. It's a 117,000-word fic, and it's Steve Bucky. It's an incredible, precise, gut-wrenching trilogy. Each part is astounding both together and apart. It's also one of those fics that created a fandom moment, TM. <laughs> I sobbed through the entirety of part two when I first read it. Womb to tomb, sweetheart. My fourth fic is Azoth by Zeitgeistic. I think I said both of those things right. <laughs> it's a Harry Potter fic. It's my dreary fic for my top five, so that was a hard one spot. It's a 2013 fic, 88,000 words. It's a stunning exploration of magic beyond J.K. Rowling's universe, a timeless coming together of these two characters, a frankly genius use of a plot device, and something as simple as a school project to foster an incredibly touching and meaningful relationship, one in which they are not able to find what they need to complete their task until they find what they need in each other. Alchemy, baby! <laughs> and my fifth and final pick for today is Honeysuckle Arch by Junk Shop Disco. It's a 1D RPF fic. Written in 2015, 46,000 words, and it's Nile Harry. It's perhaps the most I've ever related to a character in fic. The Nile of this fic lives in my heart, and I feel like reading him helps me understand myself, and every time I come back to it, I understand him better too. It's a touching portrayal of a character coming to terms with their sexuality in a way that feels completely grounded and who is surrounded by characters who love them, even if they don't always know how to show it. 
So those are my five. I really love them. I obviously would highly recommend them. Um, I'm, some of these are ones that listeners suggested too, which I really loved. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what else to say. Yeah. Um, Nick, what were your top five? Woo! <laughs> yeah! Um, I have literally had butterflies all day thinking about doing this. I have so many feelings and I love <laughs> these fix so much. Okay, let's do it. My first top fic of the decade is called Murmuration by Fringe City, parentheses, India Chick. It is a BTS fic. It is 167,000 words. It was published in 2018. And the pairing, ooh, and the pairing is Yoongi Taehyung Jimin. This fic is film noir murder mystery meets gritty sci-fi and superpowers. Everyone is morally gray. You will sob about Kim Taehyung. It's a masterclass in plot. Felt like a trilogy all wrapped up tightly into one fic. A kaleidoscope, an unfurling. This fic mesmerizes. My second pick is The River and the Deep Green Bend by Liquid Measure. This is a One Direction RPF fic. 70,000 words, published in 2016, and it is a Niall Harry fic. Dark Tower AU, but only technically makes me want to believe in the multiverse. An arid western, a sideways coming-of-age story, an elegy. The first time I've ever cried reading something because the ending was perfect. My third pick is The Undiscovered Country by Intagostahilit. <laughs> it is a Hamlet fic, 56,000 words, published in 2014, and the pairing is Hamlet Horatio. Um, I will note that we did a very long, in-depth, dramatic, intense discussion of this fic in our episode five, subtitled Hear Us Hergling. (laughs) We hergled, listeners. (laughs) Um, What I do have to say about this fic um, is that I don't have much to say that I haven't said already. It is an incredible exploration of race, of what makes a classic a classic, of sexuality, of adventure, of action, and just of love in the end. My fourth pick is called All Things Shining by Askance and Stand By Me. It is a supernatural fic. It is 142,000 words, and it was published in 2013. The main pairings are Dean Castiel and Sam, original female character. This fic is a story about miracles. Literary as hell, with long, luxuriant scenes that never drag. Masterful characterization. The thing that I wanted from a fic for this fandom connection, plot, and a fic that not only can handle the lore of the show, but is willing to expand upon it. And my last top fic of the decade is called Who Painted the Moon Black by Through the Dark. It is a 1D RPF fic, but it is also a Hunger Games fic. It is 95,000 words. It was published in 2013, and the main pairing is Louis Harry. It is a Hunger Games crossover that doesn't just use the other fandom for setting, but entirely inhabits it. I had to stop partway through my reread because I knew I'd have nightmares about it if I didn't, but this fic still never stops hoping through its ugliest bits. Trauma is not an ending. This fic is certain of that the whole way through. Reed, what were your top five fics of this decade? It was so hard to pick some of these, but I feel like they're a pretty good representation of what this past decade of fic reading has looked like for me. Um... So my first one is Salt on the Western Wind by Sarah's Girl. It was written in 2013. It's a Harry Potter dreary fic. It's 60k. Um, 
It represents a lot of what I was looking for when I started to get into dreary fic, um, which was an exploration of what canon wouldn't give me. Um, my favorite dreary fics have always been the ones that let them dig into their shared trauma. And while this fic isn't the heaviest one that I've ever read, I think the fact that it's set hours after the Battle of Hogwarts lends itself well to that concept. Um, and it's kind of emblematic of my intro to fanfiction. My second fic is The Great Seal and Takeover by Whale Hunting Boyfriends. It was written in 2015. It's a Rooster Teeth Achievement Hunter fic, specifically its fake AH crew. Um, it's OT6, and it's 365,000 words. <laughs> yeah, baby. Hell yeah. When I think about fics that set the standard for a fandom, this is one of the first ones that comes to mind. This fic means a lot to me because it was my first introduction to RPF, and in addition to its intricate plot and fandom-constructed lore, it was also a take on poly relationships and found families in a way that I had never really experienced before. There are themes of belonging and a love that transcends typical convention in the midst of a kind of wild plot, and I thought it came together really well. My third fic is The Twice Told Tale by Aristea. I think that's right. Um, it was written in 2012. It's Marvel, Steve Tony. It's 15K. Oh god, it was so hard to pick just one Steve Tony fic um, to really round out my top of the decade, but this fic hits a sweet spot for me where it does have some of that 2012 tower fic nostalgia um, that I think of very fondly with Steve Tony, but I also think it holds up well in terms of what I and fandom find so fascinating about Tony, which is all of this grief and trauma that he struggles so hard to process, and the way that he puts himself at the center of attention in order to obfuscate the fact that he keeps everyone at a very long arm's length. My fourth fic is There Was an Old Woman Who Lived in a Shoe, which um, my friends and I affectionately refer to as kid smuggling fic. <laughs> um, it's written by Shoshana Ben-Hohim. It was published in 2015. It's Hockey RPF Sigino, uh, and it's 77,000 words. I also just want to throw in that it's part of a series, and the whole series, especially the follow-up fic that is 131,000 words, is also very near and dear to my heart. When I think about this fic, I want to scream from every rooftop that I've ever been on, please read this fic! Um, the way that it weaves together details to provide a level of grounding and realism in what sounds like the most absurd concept for a fic just floors me. The empathy and compassion and fear in this fic just gets at the most tender parts of my heart, and the fact that it's ostensibly a ship fic and yet Sid and Gino spend nearly the entire fic with no communication um, and instead are just holding on to the innate truth they know about one another to get them through this crazy endeavor just elevates the fic for me. Listeners, for my last fic, you are going to have to just bear with me as I do my best to read this um, without looking at Nick, because if I do, I will probably break down crying. Um, spoilers, it's a fic she wrote. Um, so my fifth and perhaps top fic overall of the decade is What Comes After by Poppy Seedheart, published in 2018. It's a Rooster Teeth Achievement Hunter fic. It is Mavenseg. Um, it's a dystopia spy AU. Um, boy. When I first read this fic, I finished it and I put it down, and then I spent a few days feeling like I was just sort of wandering around in a haze, because every single thought was consumed by this fic. In addition to its impeccable world building and the tone work that it does through its setting, I don't know that I've ever read a fic and have and resonated so deeply with the characters. Reading this felt like someone had pried my ribcage open one by one and revealed the softest, most tender parts of me, and then went, I'm going to write something that targets this. This fic is an ode to love and loss, to mourning something that you once had, and hesitantly and clumsily opening yourself up to building something new, and recognizing that, impossibly, maybe that new thing you built can somehow be better than what you had before. Um, 
And I felt all of these things, and I felt like my world had just been shattered by this new author that I discovered. Um, and then I, and then I got to become her friend. Um, <laughs> without making this just the sappiest, grossest thing I've ever said, which is probably already too late. Um, I met Nick, and then through her I met Brenna, and, um, just last night at 3am, Nick said to us, there are so many people in this world, and yet we found each other. Um, and if I'm thinking about fandom and fix and how they've impacted this past decade of my life, the strongest thing for me is the friendships that I've made and the positive impact that they've had on my life. And I am so grateful to this fic, not only for being a work of art, but for introducing me to two of the most important people in my life. Wow, you guys! <laughs> <laughs> oh god, oh god, that was really nice read. Wow, what a lighthearted, um, <laughs> easy way to end our personal top fix of the decade. Uh-huh. No feelings here, nope. everyone is fine. I feel nothing. Yeah, I felt like that was chill. I was yeah. cool, composed, and collected. <laughs> I did not shed two tears. <laughs> and now I'm ready to talk about some listener submissions. Yes. Hell yeah. We got so many amazing submissions from listeners with really detailed, lovely notes as to why they love these fics. Um, we're trying to keep this pretty short. We're not going to be able to read everything everyone sent us. So we've uh, chosen a few of our favorites, but we are going to try and mention everyone who sent something in um, because y'all had some really cool choices. Nick, do you want to start us off? Yes, I do. <laughs> uh, this first one comes from Cricket. Thank you, Cricket. Uh, the fic that she submitted is called So Collect Your Scars and Wear Them Well by Add and Subtract. It's Hockey RPF, Connor Dillon, 26,000 words, published in 2015, and here are her... Oh, it's on AO3 as well. Not all of them are, so that's exciting. Um, and here are her notes on it. I feel like this fic changed me as a writer. It was the first fic I can remember where I seriously was like, damn, I want to be this good. And while I certainly don't think I'm as good at writing as the author, I feel like this fic inspired me to keep writing and better my own writing skills. I loved all the emotion in this fic. It touches on such a relatable subject. That feeling of being completely unsure of what you should do with your life when planning doesn't work out, and discovering who you are without the thing that you previously thought defined you. So thank you, Cricket! Our next one is coming from Three Pwillow. Thank you, Three Pwillow. Um, it's called All the Other Ghosts by Rain Joyce Writing. It's Glee, Kurt Blaine, uh, question mark for the word count, uh, because this one is hosted on LiveJournal. It was published in 2012, and there wasn't exactly a specific word count. It seemed very long and very fun, though. Um, and then our next one is from Anch. It's called Anarchy in the UK by Yahtzee. Uh, <laughs> the fic does not specify a fandom, but from what we could tell, it seemed to very clearly be an X-Men first class fic, so make your own judgments. Um, it's an Eric Charles fic, 162,000 words, published in 2013 on AO3. Our next submission comes from Claire. Um, it is The Baffled King and the Idiot Hero by Ella Rose C. It's Hetalia. I hope I'm pronouncing that fandom right. The pairing is England-Britain. It's 107,000 words. It was written in 2011, and it's on fanfiction.net. Ah. (laughs) The the memories. (laughs) And what Claire has to say is, I pulled an all-nighter reading this fic in eighth grade. It launched three of my high school friendships that continue to this day. It's cute and hallmark levels of unrealistic, and I love it. This is one of the fics that first pulled me into online fandom. It's so early internet cliché. The overwhelming nostalgia and gratefulness I feel towards this fic and all of Carrie's work, honestly, still blows me away. So, thank you, Claire. Um, 
This next one's from M, who sent in The Old Men Call Me By My Mother's Name by The Violinist, previously featured on this pod. Yes, we love you, The Violinist. This fic, though, is Harry Potter. The pairing is Hermione Ron. It's 25,000 words. It was written in 2013, and it's hosted on AO3. We also have a fic from Stacy. Um, the fic is called No Homo. It's from an orphaned account. It's Teen Wolf. It's Steric. Uh, 84,000 words, written in 2014, and also on AO3. The next submission we got was from Segs. Um, they submitted Any Sign of Spring by Blue Carrot. It's a Hamilton fic featuring Hamilton and Burr as the pairing. It's 11,000 words written in 2016 and hosted on AO3. It also has accompanying art. Um, so when you look at the list of these fics, as I'm sure you will be doing, check that out as well. Segs wrote, This fic is so dang atmospheric. It feels very physical. The temperature, the environment, the drawing... It's bittersweet, but ends on the sweet. I think the sweetness is all the more emphasized for it. It's honestly just beautiful. Rereading it feels like coming back to a familiar place. The next submission we got was from Scout, for all this learning here is by you, by Desync. It's a hockey RPF fic featuring Jamie Tyler, 46,000 words, published in 2015 and hosted on AO3. The next fic I have here was submitted by Nadine. It's Around the World in 80,000 Days by Fall Freely. It's a 1D thick Liam Harry. It's 61K, posted in 2013 and hosted on AO3. Our next submission is from Frecklebaum, and they submitted Too Far Down the Road by Sonia Weiss. It's hockey RPF, but not. Uh, the only real person that makes an appearance in this fic is Bob McKenzie. <laughs> Hell yeah, Bob McKenzie. <laughs> yes, Bob. <laughs> uh, the pairing is original male character, original male character. It's 110,000 words, published in 2018 and hosted on AO3. So what Frecklebaum had to say about this fic was an amnesia trope ridge fic set in hand-wavy hockey fandom. Authors said they set it free to be original male character, original male character, when the dynamic needed to be different from the RPF ship it started out as. It gives me so many good feelings about family, of choice and otherwise, and aging and self-acceptance and sexuality, and the way you can choose to be changed by the people you spend your life with. Next up, uh, from M, parentheses, Springsteen, N, parentheses, uh, we have Door to Door by Ferritin4. It's Hockey RPF, Jamie Tyler, 10,000 words, published in 2016, hosted on AO3. And we also have Dan. Uh, Dan submitted their name in quotes. Quote, Dan. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. Um, so Dan's submission is Get Real, Get Right, Fucking Right by Sophia Helix. Uh, the fandom is... Riviance Quanoles. Uh, if you're familiar with, there's, there's a blog on Tumblr that does the, the saga of Sufjan and Drake. Um, that's the blog. Uh, it's a gen fic. It's a thousand words, published in 2016, hosted on AO3. Uh, Dan had a very short comment about it. It just says, honestly, this is just art. I agree. Go read it. We were reading it last <laughs> night and all of us were like, oh my God. It's amazing. It's actually very good. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Dan. Yes. Thank you, Dan. And thank you, Sophia Helix, for writing that. Absolutely. Bring us some joy yesterday. Yes. Our next fic comes from K80. She sent in Out of the Deadland from also an orphaned account. It's a Marvel fic. It's Stucky, 62,000 words, published in 2014, and it's on AO3. And K80 said, there's a specific phrase in this fic that has and will continue to stay with me. I will never hear the phrase up or down without feeling immense heartbreak, an amazing blend of source material to create something altogether its own, but could still take place in either canon. Our next fic comes from Corey, who sent in Build a Temple in Me by Authoris. It's Haiku, sorry if I butcher these character names. The pairing is Hajime Turu, 
It's 38,000 words written in 2015, published on AO3. And Abby sent in An Awful Curse by Blinky Says. It's Teen Wolf, Steric, 6,000 words, published in 2012, also on AO3. Next up, we have a fic submitted by Cassie. It's United States v. Barnes, which is what it's usually called in fandom, but actually technically has a longer name, <laughs> which I will try and read now, which is United States v. Barnes, 617, F sup, 2D, 143, parentheses, DDC, 2015. <laughs> it's about a case. <laughs> it's by Falling Voices and Radial Arch. It's Marvel, it's Stucky, it's 20K, written in 2014, and hosted on AO3. Side note from me, Brenna, this was almost one of my honorable mentions until I saw that Cass had submitted it, and I figured I could just read what she wrote. So Cassie said, United States v. Barnes is the multimedia fic of my dreams. This is what I want to show people to explain why I love fanfiction so much. It does so much with the medium it's working in and the presentation of the fic, and fits that perfect fanfic niche of exploring the kind of background that will never appear in canon, but that everyone wonders about. We also have a submission here from Kat who submitted Eggshell Landscapes and the Burden of Love by No Contract Termination. It's an NCT RPF fic. It's 11K, written in 2017 and hosted on AO3. We also have a submission here from Karina, or as we call her, BTS Karina. Yes. BTS Karina! Karina submitted Old Jokes from a Wild Youth by Nightspur. It's a 17 RPF fic with Mingyu Minghao. It's 28,000 words, written in 2019 and hosted on AO3. Our next submission, one that I am super excited about, is from Wen. It is called I Am the Horrible Goose That Lives in the Town by Daniel Lavery. And it's for the fandom, I suppose, Untitled Goose Game. Uh, we called it a meta-fic-ish article. It is fan fiction. It is not the traditional fan fiction that I think you would expect. Uh, it was published in 2019. Uh, so Wen's comment that I think says it better than I could reads, Is this fan fiction? I'm not sure. Partly it's on my brain because it's more recent, but the writing is tremendous and sits beautifully in that razor's edge space where English is used just strangely enough to create a fantastic character voice without going too far and falling into some kind of awkward English language uncanny valley. It's so hard to pick out the best line because every line is the best line. Here I am coming with the good news of me and you hate it. You can think only of the bell and how much I have it, and you are never the goose. Thank you, Wen. <laughs> Please go check this out. It is just phenomenally crafted. It's incredible. It's so <laughs> fucking funny. And I want nothing more than to do a live dramatic reading of it. Someday. Our next submission comes from Mage. Thank you, Mage. It is Fog, Sheets, and Thunder by Theopteryx. It's a bandom fic. It's My Chemical Romance RPF. The pairing is Frank Gerard. It's 5,000 words. It was published in 2012, and it's hosted on AO3. And our very last submission for Fic of the Decade comes from Birdie Leone. It's Reprise by Elfpen. Star Wars. It is a series that lists many pairings and friendships, but it does seem to be mostly just about Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's 467,000 words long. It was published between 2016 and 2019, and it is also hosted on AO3. So that's going to wrap up our listener submissions for this mini-sode. Thank you so much to everyone who sent something in. We really, really loved going through them all. Um, we had a really difficult time pulling just one from each person, but we will be putting everyone's recs up 
on Tumblr and we'll be linking it on Twitter so that everyone will get to experience all of the wonderful top fix of the decade. Hey, where can they find us on social media, Reed? Oh, they can find us at FitClick on Twitter and FitClick.tumblr.com. Wow, that's so easy. Branding, baby. We hope you've enjoyed our first ever mini-sode. We're probably going to be doing a few more of these throughout the coming year on various subjects, so keep your eyes and ears out for those. (laughs) And in 10 years, we'll do another one of our topic of the decade. Wow. Please anticipate. (laughs) To wrap up this episode, um, as well as like this year of reading fic and the past 10 years of reading fic, um... I just want to say I discovered fan fiction right at the beginning of this decade, and it's had such a huge impact on my life over these past 10 years. When I read my first fic many moons ago, I never expected that all these years later I would be hosting a podcast about it with two of my best friends who I met online. But hey, I guess that's the power of fandom. I can't thank these many authors and so many more for touching my heart and changing my life in a multitude of ways. Fandom and fic has allowed me to feel seen in a way that I rarely experienced outside these spaces, and I'm so excited to see what the next years bring. Fan fiction for me has always been a place for exploration and growth. I've learned so much about myself and my writing and the person I want to be over these last 10 years. Uh, But more than that, I've learned about the impact of making someone feel understood and of feeling understood yourself. Fic has led me to some of the most genuine relationships of my life, which I have been so, so lucky to find. Uh, Fic made me a more joyful friend, a more thoughtful listener, a more creative person. And it's put up a mirror to my face time and time again and asked me what it is that I can see. At the risk of sounding too cheesy or cliche, fanfiction really is a safe haven for me in so many ways. I discovered it when I was about 13, and it completely changed the way that I interacted with media, as well as how I came to view fiction and its role in my life. Fic was a warm bed to come home to after a difficult day. It was a space that allowed me to explore sexuality before I was quite ready to examine that within myself. And it was a way to hear the stories that I wish were being told. Fic and fandom as a whole make me feel connected to something greater. Like, we're all just sitting here hoping to find stories to sit in our hearts. So with that, we're going to wrap up this episode. Um, This very, very tender episode. (laughs) Um, If you haven't already gathered by now, we have many feelings about fan fiction. (laughs) Um, We hope you will continue to join us on this adventure. In addition to being able to find us on social media, you can find us back here on whatever medium you're listening to this podcast on, on January 17th. That's going to be for our episode 8 back to our standard format and hey listeners it's gonna be my birthday episode yeah um i believe we mentioned in episode seven what fix we're going to be reading for that but just as a quick refresher it's going to be a themed episode we're doing all dream sharing fix because that's one of my favorite tropes (laughs) and this time it's about me (laughs) um so the fic i'm going to be bringing for next episode episode eight is The Denial Twist by Be The Change. It's a BuzzFeed Unsolved fic, and it's Ryan Shane. I will be bringing This Is Not A Dream by Aguacates. It is a BTS fic, and it is Jimin Taeyeon. And I'll be bringing Dreaming Through the Decades by The Apple Pie Lifestyle. It's Marvel, Steve Tony. Thank you for joining us. We love you all very much, and we hope the new year treats you well. Read a lot of fic for us. Bye. Bye. <laughs> the gentlest <Our> bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>